Thank you, Marco, to also leave me the microphone. Uh, as you are going to see in a minute, that's very strange. We are two French living and loving Italy, and you will see quite of the same size. But, but this will remind you that I am the academic, while Bruno is the CEO. With your permission, I will forget climate change and renewable push because half of the question we are debating is in fact climate change and renewable push. If we forget this, which is easy for an academic but difficult for a CEO, if we forget this, are we going to make it, which is, are we going to have a European market for electricity? Reasonably, yes. Uh, the, the coupling of former national markets and the, the convergence where the same level of price is reasonably good in, the, in, in Europe. And it is so, I will give you only one anecdote, and being French, I will take the anecdote from France, but it's not an anecdote, it's an econometric study. The, the, the cause, the factor that explaining better the moves of price of electricity in France, the wholesale price, is coal. We do not use coal. A little bit in the south, but we do, roughly we do a little bit uh, around uh, uh, west, but we, basically we do not use it. But of course it is influencing prices in France because coal is leader in Germany and, 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 in, um, and in UK, so it influences us as French. So, let's say we have it. But of course, it's not sufficient because we know that in practice, the day-to-day price in the wholesale markets is a kind of prediction of the price or pre prediction of the generation because generation is not generated or done day-to-day. It's, it's made real-time. So it's good to look at intraday because in intraday, we have plants not generating what we expect. We have people reconsidering their portfolio of, of generating units. We are discovering that demand may be higher, climate is a little bit different. So the intraday horizon is also good, but it has been much more difficult and it's still much more difficult to have an harmonization of the way we price intraday exchanges. So, do we need here a bottom-up or <laughs> top-down? Having taken part to the discussion at the Florence Forum, being too big now to be in the Teatro, but being either in Milan or, or in, a, in an hotel in downtown, uh, if we would have been able to have top-down, intraday will be solved today. But we have it bottom-up and regulatory, uh, the, the European Commission has no power so as to go through dialogue with exchanges, but you may remember that you have exchanges belonging to one group of bosses, another exchange belonging to another group, and exchanges being not private companies, but public entity like Italy and Spain, and it has been difficult to make it converge. So here, top-down, we have delivered. Now we have real-time balancing Balancing, congestion management, really, it's a bit more local, it's a bit more 
security, it's a bit more many things. So all of us, we did construct balancing arrangements nationally, and it will be very difficult to have the same everywhere, and it's not obvious that the top-down approach can make it work. So should we do it bottom-up? Should we find a little list of uh, compatible rules? The question is open. Or should we go for regional approaches? Two countries, three countries are harmonizing their balancing arrangements. The question is totally open. Apart from this, we have the grids, and the grids with the grids we have reflect in my mind, and in reality, I will be frank, I do not know, in my mind, two questions, grids and long term. Of course, the bulk of the grid is coming from the past, from, from nations, and the way each country did see his, his neighbors. Can we do better? Well, we should do better. It's, it's, it's a bit stupid to continue to have most of the investments conceived at the na national step or at, at the national level. We should have at least a significant list of investment conceived at the upper level. And in electricity, it should be made through a cooperative way, through local arrangements. In the gas sector, I would, I would say it's a bit different, but we are trapped. It has been said very well by the speakers this morning that in the gas sector in the US, they did decide that building a pipe, it's a private undertaking. Of course, it's regulated, but it's a private undertaking. So each pipe is a regulated entity, but, but with uh, an entrepreneurship at the beginning, because it's a private undertaking. And the consequence of this is that they roughly work like drug stores in Europe. Drug stores are also private undertakings, but gas pipes are private undertakings. Therefore, each type, someone in the gas industry foresees that another gas supply will be good in the future, in the coming years. You can make money by bringing gas from here to there. Somebody will build the pipe, and the new pipe will not take care of the other pipes and will not compensate the loss of revenue for the other pipe. It's a new undertaking. Given this, the, the manner the US, uh, as, 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 a, as a whole, build pipes, it's much more lively, much more open. In Europe, we are trapped in the opposite to get some competition. We did regulate all the pipes, and we did say that all the pipes belong to a single entity, the, fa the famous transmission system operator, and the trans transmission system operator is owning all the pipes in a territory. So we have 40 territories, 40 monopolies. Of course, they are regulated because this time they are strongly regulated. They even cannot do what we call a private undertaking to bring gas from the exterior, except if they have exceptions. Why do they have exceptions? Because it's visible that over-regulating the gas transmission industry is a mistake. Because if it is so, if it is totally separated from gas, how could someone put billions into a gas pipe 
not knowing if billions of gas will flow in it. So we, we, we solve it by exemptions. But it does not work very well, but we are trapped because we cannot change the fact that TSOs have the monopoly over the pipes, and we cannot change the fact that building a pipe across Europe is, is an exercise we cannot do. I know that across Mediterranean Sea it's easier, so some of us can do it. Uh, then the second question is, what do we do outside? Outside, we have another difficulty, which I will not solve tonight, being that in totally academic theory, gas trade is trade. So external gas trade is external trade. And external trade is a competence of European Commission. So European Commission should find some arrangements for gas trade. But the same commission is also responsible for the internal market. It is responsible for the way I did describe the, the, the gas pipe monopolization. And the combination of the three, at least in my knowledge, uh, has not been done and, 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 and cannot be done. And we do not really have an external common policy for gas. While as soon as the gas arrives at the door of Europe, the gas should be uh, flowing in our transmission monopolies and should be submitted to the many rules we have, we have uh, seen this morning. So in my mind, electricity and gas present different uh, characteristics and should have been treated very differently but in practice are very close because it is the way we have been able to open some competition in the gas industry. I did speak too much and I did say the bulk of what I had in mind. Thank you, Jean-Michel.